Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone-radio.com. The X-Zone Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. And fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob Back to the Exxon, everyone. You can tell by the music, somebody's going to end up on the woo, this for sure, this hour. Unfortunately, it comes at the cost. It comes at the cost of them being wrong and some little girl never going home. Shortly after the hearse rolled out of a field near Mount Forest, Ontario, carrying the remains of a child believed to be eight-year-old Victoria Tory Stafford, the little girl's family said dis- the discovery may finally provide closure to an agonizing three months since little Tory went missing. The story I'm reading is from the Toronto Globe and Mail of today. Rebecca Stafford, the girl's aunt, read a, be- a brief speech in Woodstock Monday afternoon saying the families believe the remains, which still need to be examined at the coroner's office in Toronto, are Tories. And this is a quote. Although this has not been officially confirmed, it is with a very heavy heart that I stand here today and declare that 
My hope for the safe return of our sweetheart was has finally dissolved. Our entire family is in mourning. Police have been searching for Woodstock, Woodstock's little Tory girl, since she went missing April the 8th. In May, Woodstock residents Michael Rafferty and Terry Lynn McClintock were arrested and charged with kidnapping and first-degree murder in little Tory's disappearance. The search has continued since. The remains were discovered around noon this past Sunday southeast of the Tiny Mount Forest, about 100 kilometers northeast of Tory's home. Miss McClintock had helped investigators search fields near Guelph, Ontario and Fergus, Ontario shortly after her arrest. Those areas are about 15 minutes south of the site of Sunday's discovery. Police aren't officially confirming the remains are Tories, but the suspect they are. We have some very strong leads that cause us to believe that we have in fact located the human remains of Tory Stafford, Chief Julian Fantino told City Pulse 24. As sad as this is, we're hopeful this will bring some closure to a very tra- tragic and dastardly crime. Police called the family Sunday after the discovery. Last night before we spoke with police and we knew that there had been something to share with us, our, mentally, our mentality going in was regardless of what they had to share with us, it would be positive, the girl's aunt said Monday. Because even though it's not the ending we're hoping for, we're not going to be spending a lifetime wondering. We're going to be looking at... We're not going to be looking in every car, in every back seat that we drive by, in every window of every house we drive by. We're not going to be wondering, is Victoria in there? So yes, there is some sense of relief. And the story went on, and then this was released shortly after. Ontario Provincial Police have confirmed that the remains found in Mount Forest area on Sunday are those of Tory Stafford. Police use dental records to identify the remains. They have not yet determined the cause of the death and say that a more complete examination could take a week or longer. Tory, who would have turned nine this week, was abducted in Woodstock in April. Two people were arrested and charged with kidnapping and murder, but police had been unable to locate the girl's body. Acting Oxford Police Chief Rod Freeman says he hopes that the confirmation brings the family and community some comfort. When we come back, I'm going to play a clip from a psychic that was on our show in which he said Tory would be found alive and safe. I'll be back on the other side of this break. Sunlight plays upon her head. I Welcome back, everyone. Authorities said Monday that they had ended their ground search for a missing 8-year-old Canadian girl. A video shows walking off with an unknown woman. Victoria Story Stafford of Woodstock, Ontario, was was last seen Wednesday. 
She failed to make it home after school, and an extensive search by dozens of police and hundreds of volunteers failed to turn up any sign of her, the London Free Press reported today. Police dogs and helicopters also waited in the hunt. Every indication uh, we have tells us that Tory willingly walked away with the unidentified female, so we are investigating a missing person case, police said in a statement. The video taken from a nearby high school shows Tory walking with the woman uh, after she left her elementary school, the paper said. Joining us now is Robbie Thomas, uh, who is... Uh, how would I best describe Robbie? Well, he's the kind of guy who does things from the heart, and he's... Uh, He's given to many what most would call the spiritual experience of their lives, connecting to others on the other side, bringing messages of hope and encouragement throughout diverse experience. Sixteen years of helping with murder and missing cases, helping bring resolve to families, ten years of online and personal sessions, and three years of working on many prominent programs in television, radio, and print. Joining us now from his home is Robbie Thomas. Robbie, thanks very much for joining us tonight. Oh, good evening. Robbie, um, you were you were down in Woodstock, and I was wondering if you could uh, tell us, uh, you know, what what uh, what your feelings are, and uh, what the Exxon Nation can do to help out with this tragic case. Yeah, um, sorry, um, my uh, throat. It's been a long couple days. Um, the Exxon Nation and everybody who's tuning in, please uh, say some prayers for nine-year-old. Victoria Stafford, a uh, beautiful, young, vibrant little girl, and um, she's missing right now, and we're going to find her. Um, that's the, that's the, the end of I can say of what we're really going to do. We're really going to find her. Um, I'm really strong belief in that, and uh, the feelings I do have, sitting with the family, um, grandmother and uh, father and aunts today, and uh, looking in their eyes and the despair that they have, um, you know, give encouragement, give hope, uh, send a lot of prayers and love their way, please. And um, yeah, it's something that we're going to uh, we're going to have to work on, Rob, and we're going to have to find it. You know, it, it must be very hard for the family knowing that the police today have officially ended the ground search. Yes. Um, now there's a little discrepancy there. I know they announced that on the news, mm -hmm. and being in office with the detectives, um, they say they're still continuing. So there is still the ground search with the police. They're still continuing. I don't know how the misinformation got out there that way, but uh, yes, um, that was uh, said on the news. Uh, Robbie, what do we know so far about the case? Um, I mean, without uh, without. Uh divulging any information that that uh, shouldn't be divulged because I know that you're working very close with the authorities on this case. Uh, the, the woman that is seen in the video from the um, from the high school, it, it, it's apparent to anyone who has seen the video that this little girl knew her and felt that she was in no harm. Absolutely. And um, I'm glad you brought the first part up without divulging anything. You can see the little girl nonchalantly walking with no fright, no fear, um, as she knew this person mm -hmm. very well. Um, you know, I can't go any further than that, but uh, you're absolutely right. According to uh, CTV News at ctv.ca, uh, holding lit candles and hoping for the very best around a thousand people attended a candlelight vigil Sun, uh, Sunday evening 
for the missing eight-year-old who vanished last week from her home in Woodstock, Ontario. The family of Victoria Stafford, um, missing since Wednesday, said they were overwhelmed by the support of the community and the uh, support that others have shown. Organized uh, Organizers said the vigil, held at the parking lot of local Zeller store, is to help keep the community's hopes alive and and to pray for Victoria's safe return. What is the mood of the people in uh, Woodstock? Woodstock's a very tight community in central Ontario, and uh, how are the locals taking it? They treat that as one of their own. Mm -hmm. um, she, being Victoria, um, when I was there and talking to a lot of the people and watching how that parking lot at Zellers just evolved into hundreds of people, a thousand people show up, the community came out in force, mm -hmm. and it's the love of a child, and it does take a village to raise a child, and that's what we're showing, the strength in numbers, and everybody is just, you know, at a loss right now. Um, we're, we're, we're definitely, um, you know, our, she's in our prayers, and we're working hard. Uh, Robbie, uh, what are the police saying? Uh, how are the police asking for the uh, public's assistance? Um, they have flyers mm -hmm. uh, that are being distributed. Uh, people right. can go, go right into the police station. Mm -hmm. They will give you a stack of flyers. Um, being there watching this and how the, the public were coming in from farther away than Woodstock and picking up flyers was phenomenal. Um, really? Yes, it, it was it was beautiful to see them coming in and the support that this family has in the community at whole. Um, the police are out there; they are stretched thin. They are really doing their job. I understand, Robbie. They also have uh, the canine unit now working uh, with the local law enforcement as well as the OPP. And um, you know, all we can do is really pray and and hope that that this little eight-year-old angel is found, and she's found healthy. Absolutely. There's very many volunteers that are doing uh, walks all day searching. Um, they've done a radius that mm -hmm. is unbelievable. They've left no stone unturned, and they're looking for her. Um, the, the emphasis of this is that there there is news that will come out, but I can't let it out myself here now. And the, and the fact of, you know, them looking is a great thing. Just keep up the hope. Um, my own personal view is she's alive, she's there, we're going to get her. Uh, more than 200 uh, phone tips have been called into local police, but so far have yielded no clues about what happened to the girl. Now, Victoria's family is offering a $10,000 reward for her safe return. On Saturday night, a Quebec businessman offered a $5,000 reward for information. Victoria's description is she's about 4 foot 5, 62 pounds, with blue eyes and short blonde hair. Victoria was last seen wearing a denim skirt, a green shirt, and black Hannah Montana jackets, jacket with a fur-lined hood. Once again, Victoria Stafford is about 4 foot 5, and about 62 pounds with blue eyes and short blonde hair. She was last seen wearing a denim skirt, a green shirt, and a black Hannah Montana jacket with a fur-lined hood. Now, police are saying that they have not ruled out anyone as a suspect. If you have any uh, 
information pertaining to this case, call Crime Stoppers or your local uh, law enforcement agency. Robbie, how many of these cases have you worked on professionally? Oh, boy. Um, when it involves children, too many. Um, you know, it, it strikes me, because we were talking about that, the family and I, mm-hmm. and it's just amazing. Um, 2007, I helped out the Louisville, Kentucky police um, apprehend um, Cecil Eugene New. The evidence that was handed over to the detective James Bland and Major Green and um, the activist Christopher Tuex, that was done in June, July area, but um, they finally were able to apprehend him December 6th of 2007, and he sits on death row. You know, I look at a case like that and how much work and love you have for a child that goes into it, mm-hmm. and then you look back at how many you've done, um, it, it's amazing. It's just time goes by, and I you know, I just, uh, that question Rob is very touching. I just don't know what to answer that. Robbie, how do you how do you separate yourself from these cases? It must be very straining on you emotionally as well as physically and mentally. Yeah, it truly is. Uh, come home, I look at my children. You know, my children made um, a couple cards for Victoria when mm-hmm. we went up to the candlelight vigil. And sitting today, I was able to give give them to the family. And um, it, it's emotional because in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, my children, my children, and, you know, I just, sitting in, in the living room of another family, and they become part of you, and you share in this, and you, you give them information, and, you know, they're going, oh my gosh, and they're looking at everything right to a T. Um, it's, it's very draining to look at them, and, you know, they, all they want is their baby back. And we hope that, and we hope and pray that the baby does come home safe and sound, and that whoever this person is who's responsible for this crime is brought to justice, and justice is swift. Amen. Robbie, thanks very much for joining us. I know you must be very tired, my friend. Get some rest, and it's always great talking to you. And Robbie, from all of us out here who who know you and who who know how you feel inside, thanks for being there for us. Well, thank you, Rob, and uh, God bless. And everybody, say a prayer, please. We will, Robbie. I promise you that. Okay. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Robbie Thomas, www.robbythomas.net. That's www.robbythomas.net. Now, uh, if you'd like to get more information on this case, um, all you have to do is just Google Victoria Stafford. Woodstock, Ontario, all the information pertaining to the investigation and the cases there. And if you have any information pertaining to this case, please call the Woodstock Police Department, any detachment of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, Ontario Provincial Police, and, of course, Crime Stoppers. When we come back from the news at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be chatting about trivia. And we'll also be going through the weird headlines of the day. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. one 877 is toll-free for the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. You can also send an email to exxon at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our websites, www.exxonradio.com 
and exxonetv.com. And that was uh, an interview I had with Robbie Thomas, the psychic, on April 13th. I'll be back. We'll talk about how right he was. Actually, he was dead wrong on the other side of this break. Don't go away. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone-radio.com. My name is Michael Telstar, Canada's leading mentalist from Toronto, Ontario. Hi, my name is Splenda, and you're listening to my dad, Rob McConnell, on the XM. This is Psychic Dorothy from St. Catharines, and you're listening to Rob McConnell. Hello, my name is Holly Reeves, an astrologer from Astro for You, and you're listening to Canada's number one paranormal radio show, The X Zone, with Rob McConnell. Welcome to The X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. All right, that was Robbie Thomas on this show on April the 13th, five days after little Tori Stafford had disappeared from her London, Ontario home. And unfortunately, little Tori Stafford's body has been found, and uh, Ontario Provincial Police have confirmed that the remains found in the Mount Forest area on this past Sunday are those of Tori Stafford. I'm just going to play part of that clip back because he did say that she was going to be found well. Here's that part of the clip. Actually, that's not the part that was queued up. We'll find that later on and we'll bring it to you. Um, Questions are how come the psychic, Robbie Thomas, didn't know where she was? He said that she was going to be found well, and she was found, well, she had passed. Two people had been arrested, charged with kidnapping and uh, first-degree murder. How come the psychic wasn't able to tell police who abducted her? 
And, and why did he get the outcome of the case wrong? We invited Robbie Thomas to join us tonight. We haven't heard back from Robbie Thomas. So in this case, what should people do when it comes to psychics? Like Robbie Thomas goes everywhere where there's a child that is missing or kidnapped or murdered because it's usually a high-profile case. I see now that Robbie does this not to help the child, but to help his own career. To get the media coverage that he so desperately wants. In Canada, telling fortunes for a consideration or money is against the law. Now, the police will investigate cases where people are bilked out of thousands of dollars. There was a lady in Niagara who would tell people going to see her that she was seeing that they were the victims of a gypsy curse, and that would cost them a lot of money to get the curse removed. In one case, she was able to get money, a car, property, and appliances from one of her victims. I find it very disheartening when people like Sylvia Brown shoot their mouth off, give false hope to people, or in the case of Sylvia Brown, she said that the young child that they were talking about was dead, and a couple of weeks later he turned up alive. And here we have a case where Robbie Thomas said the little girl was going to be found alive, and three months later we know that uh, she was murdered. Should the police force even consider psychics? How do we justify or how do we investigate the credibility of a psychic? Now, when we have psychics here on this show, it's strictly for entertainment purposes only. As you know, Exonation, there's many times where I butt my my two cents in and say, well, are you looking for the guy? Are you looking for the new job? I can't understand why people depend on psychics to solve their problems. I really don't. Psychics are human. They're no different than you and I. We all have intuition. We all have gut feelings. We all have that inner, inner feeling when something is wrong with a loved one. We're all psychic, but the majority of us do not take it to the level that some, and I'm saying this, some psychics do. In the case of Robbie Thomas, in the case of Sylvia Brown and other psychics who are so blatantly wrong, doesn't this prove to people that they're not psychic at all? It's amazing that people will spend, in the case of Sylvia Brown, $700 for 20 minutes. Sylvia Brown rakes in $2,100 U.S. an hour. She's not God. She doesn't perform miracles. She's a con artist. 
And who says crime doesn't pay, right? There have been psychics on this show and other shows who have been blatantly wrong, and they never come back. There are psychics who come on this show who truly believe that what they're saying is true. They don't have any hidden agenda. They're not organizing any great um, paranormal conference bringing in all these people from across Canada, the, the United States, in order to make money. And that's all it's about. It's making money. In Niagara, Debbie Marshall, Psychic Dorothy, and Ashley. Three psychics that we've had on the show who don't have a crooked bone in their bodies. They're not out to harm anybody. They're not out to to build anybody with false hopes. They tell them that what we see right now is based on where you are in this universe of ours on the time-space continuum. They laugh, they frolic, they interact with the person on the other end of the phone. They don't try to be bigger than they are. They don't try and grab the media spotlight. They don't try to weasel their way into the into the hearts of people who are just just yearning for that little ray of hope. And unfortunately, it's the people who wield their ways into the hearts of those who are sad, desperate, who do the most damage. Robbie Thomas falls into that category now. It's a sad day when people have to pay people to listen to them. It's a sad day when those in our neighborhood, in our friend circles, in our families, who cannot sleep late at night because of financial worries, personal problems, that at one time you'd turn on the TV and there was Madame Cleo, there were the Dionne Warwick and friends, until the authorities, and I'm talking about the CRTC and the FCC, realized that, hey, these people are are targeting these people who are up, who already have problems. You know, they're the ray of hope. And they took the commercials off the air at that time. Bravo. Good job, government. But how do we monitor, how do we police the 1-900 psychic hotlines? How do we monitor, how do we police all these internet, uh, these internet audio streaming shows where you can, with a microphone and a soundboard, open up your own blog radio show, which I think is a farce because, first of all, it's not radio. If anything, it's just a cheap imitation of cable. Where does the responsibility lie? Now, people will say that they don't need... Big Brother to know everything. Well, 
when it comes to this, when it comes to people who claim to be so psychic that they can help police departments that have men who are trained in the art of investigations using evidence to solve crimes. And these people are making all these claims. And of course, they're unsubstantiated. They truly are unsubstantiated until after the event. Like, watch how many psychics out there will say, we knew that little Tory's body was there, but no one would listen to us. That's because they never called anyone. How many psychics talked about 9-11 the day after? Oh, they all knew it. They all knew it. How many psychics are predicting the end of the world on December the 21st, 2012? Sensationalism sells. Reality, well, it's not that as, you know, it's not as flowery or as intriguing or as exciting as these other people make our lives. But, you know, reality is, is the truth. Do we really need people to lie to us, to, to create a, a world of non-existence, but that is filled with deceit in order for us to go ahead? I don't think so. If these psychics really did have any power, how come none of them are super rich except for Sylvia Brown, because she has the chutzpah to charge an exorbitant amount because so many people believe she's true. And if she's so bloody true, how come she's her, you know, how come she didn't know that a little boy was alive and told his parents that she was, that he was dead? There has to be responsibility. If you're going to go out and affect someone's life, tell them something. You have to be held responsible, in my opinion. As I said earlier, in Canada, it is illegal to tell fortunes for money. So what do the psychics do? They use a little disclaimer for entertainment purposes only. And we do the same every hour when I play the disclaimer. I'm saying, hey, what they're saying doesn't reflect on our stations, our network, our advertisers, myself or the, our company. These are their opinions. However, when it comes to people who go out proclaiming that they have the ability to solve murders, to find children, to solve the problems of the world, to help the world avoid cataclysms and catastrophes in 2012. This is dangerous. This is where we need to do something. What? I have no idea yet. Do we need to police the Internet? You're damn right we do. Should these Internet psychics be forced to comply with the rules and regulations that any other broadcasting, licensed broadcasting network or broadcaster has to? Yes, sir. 
Why not? Should they be held responsible for the statements that they make and any harm that they bring mentally or emotionally to anyone who pays for their services? You better believe they should. So as of tonight, Robbie Thomas enters the ranks of the Exxon Order of Woo-Woos. When I come back from this commercial break, we'll check out the weird headlines for today. And to the family of Tory Stafford, our prayers and our condolences are with each and every one of you. And after doing this show for as many years as I have, I feel confident in saying that there's a new little light in the sky and a new little angel in the sky. And the angel's name is Tori. My name's Rob McConnell, and this is The Exxon, and we're coming to you live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break, live and around the world, on the Talk Star Radio Network. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Back to the Exxon, everyone. one 877 is toll-free. In the next hour, I'll be speaking to Ben Woods. He's also known as Colonel X. We're going to be talking about Area 51 UFOs. We're also going to be talking about Project Disclosure and so much more. That's in the next hour. And in the final hour of the show tonight, X minus one. After all, it is Tuesday night and Tuesday nights. The last hour is X minus one. Now, there's been a lot of attention on the anniversary of the moon landing this week. Well, we've got together some little-known facts about Apollo 11. Number one, the Apollo computers had less processing power than a cell phone has. Number two, the one, stall, one small step for man wasn't actually that small. Neil Armstrong had to uh, set the ship down so gently that its shock absorbers didn't you know, compress. He had to hop 3.5 feet from the Eagle's ladder to the surface. Also, when Buzz Aldrin joined Armstrong on the surface, he had to make sure not to lock the Eagle's door because there was no outer handle. Uh, number four, the toughest moonwalk task? Well, planting the flag. NASA's study suggested that the lunar soil was soft, but Armstrong and Aldrin found the surface to be a thin wisp of dust over hard rock. Number five, the spacesuits and the ship's computers, ROMs, ha were handmade by teams of little old ladies. And number six, the moon didn't smell like cheese at all. 
Astronaut Neil Armstrong described it as wet ashes in a fireplace, while Buzz Aldrin said the smell was metallic. Now, earlier tonight, I also told you the explanation that this is National Junk Food Day. And according to Dr. Alan Hirsch of the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation in Chicago, who conducted an eight-year study with 800 volunteers, claims the results show that people's food snack preferences reveal their personality type. All right, if you like pretzels, that means you're a flirt and you're very lively and energetic. If you like cheese curls, that means you have great integrity and maintain a high moral ground. If you like potato chips, that means you're aggressive, a real go-getter, who will not take no for an answer. How about you tortilla chip fans? Well, that means you're a perfectionist. An A is not good enough for you. It has to be an A+. And finally, if you like beef jerky, you're the life of the party. You're outgoing and gregarious. And that's it for now. And uh, let me see, what else can we... Oh, here we are, the top five reasons Paula Abdul is upset with American Idol. Uh, Number one, producers are demanding that she only make coherent statements. Number two, latest offer was $2 million a year in Jenny Craig trade. Number three, they've asked if each week she would wash Simon Cowell's car. Number four, producers made a lower dollar offer and asked her to make it her own. And number five, Simon Cowell given okay to wear T-shirts that say, I'm with Pudgy. When I come back from this commercial break in the news at six and a half minutes past, we're going to be talking with Colonel X. Ben Woods is my special guest in the next hour. We're going to be talking about Area 51. We're going to be talking about flying saucers. We're going to be talking about the Disclosure Project and much more. My name is Rob McConnell, and this is the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away, Exonation. I'll be back on the other side of this break with Colonel X. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. <laughs> 